Welcome to Bitverse Byte, a weekly podcast about the web industry, tools and techniques upcoming and in use today. My name is Adam Listek, a web developer from Northern California and Central Illinois. If you'd like to help support this show, please tap the link in the episode's description if you're using the Anchor application, or visit anchor.fm slash bit-v-byte to become a monthly supporter. So starting off with some news, uh, pretty light, and there's only really two blog articles I kind of wanted to uh, cover over this, and it's all around Cloudflare news. And, you know, if you're not familiar with Cloudflare, they are a service provider that does DNS services with a ton of other stuff. They're mostly known for providing um, DDoS mitigation type of services and that kind of thing. And recently they've been branching out into using or offering serverless type of platforms. And you might know a lot of this from AWS like Lambda or um, uh, any number of other ones as I'm blanking at the moment. Um, But basically what they're offering is something called Workers. And so what this is, it's essentially the Chrome V8 JavaScript engine running at their edge and spinning up what they call little uh, worklets. And what they do is spin up, run your bit of JavaScript code, and spin down, but they are very quick and they don't use much CPU or memory. So they've been really leaning into doing this, and the next thing they're kind of doing is trying to bundle a bunch of these technologies together. So over time, they've been kind of slowly introducing new options with workers, and that is things such as uh, the key value store, uh, KV, uh, which is still in beta, but getting out there and you can access it if you want. And they also offer the ability to control the cache, uh, so you can cache data within it. And they're, they're slowly working their way through this, and now they're offering this apps with workers. And so traditionally, Cloudflare has always had uh, this idea of using or offering apps in between your website. So since all the traffic is proxied through them, they're able to make certain modifications to that traffic in flight. And if you so wanted, you could use some of these apps to kind of modify the input and output of the code going through. But now you'll have more of the ability to do that on your own using your own worker code, which is really cool because there's just so much you can do uh, with Cloudflare workers that even though it's not as full-featured as some other products out there, it's a, very, it's a pretty unique uh, case. And due to how just, just how quick they are, there's a lot of utility in there. And so I've been personally using them for a few sites, and they're amazing, I think. Uh, so far, I've been able to do a lot of what I've wanted to do. And I think the idea of bundling all this functionality together would be really cool. Uh, and one idea that immediately came to mind is the idea of I have a static website that I want to offer a certain set of features like a social type of features, but I need to have the ability for folks to log in. Well, using Cloudflare Workers, you could actually store the state within the uh, key value store, do all the access, uh, proce- you know, authentication, authorization, processing through the worker, store the state there and additional other data that you might need, and then you could offer you know, the ability to essentially send the data back through with your website or uh, modify uh, edge side includes and that kind of thing within it. So I think it's a really cool thing. And 
a lot of utility will probably be introduced and a lot of ability to kind of do cool things. So another thing that Cloudflare was doing is they are releasing this Cloudflare access. Uh, well, over time they've had this access feature, which is essentially like proxying your traffic through them and they offer kind of like a VPN, but it's a little different where they will only allow the traffic to go through if you authenticate in some method. And one thing they haven't been able to do up until recently is do SSH through that. So their solution to doing this is they have this um, binary utility called Cloudflare D. And what you can do is put that in front of your SSH commands and it will proxy the traffic through there. Now this isn't a replacement for like public private keys or your other security mechanisms, but now all of your traffic through will be controlled by this access feature, which means you can integrate it with directory services and have unique login pages or other ways to authenticate people. Really cool. And uh, if I recall, Cloudflare access is free, I believe up to like five people or something on any given site. So it's definitely worth checking out. And many people, that's all you need, depending on what you want to do. So really cool. Uh, see what you can do. But yeah, great features coming out of Cloudflare. A couple links and resources that I came across that I thought were pretty neat. There is a site called web.dev. And it's created by Google, and it's basically a collection of their best practices around general coding of websites and, you know, performance considerations, SEO, all the kind of things. A good roundup of um, links and utilities, of course, always slanted towards Google's view of the world, but nonetheless, a pretty good collection of resources, something to check out. There is this glorious.codes, and that's actually the, the uh, site name. And what it is, is oftentimes you'll want to share a bit of code. And yeah, you kind of want to make it pretty, either a screenshot or kind of this demo of watching it type out and the actual output come on there on the screen and make it look really cool. And so what this is, it's kind of like a JavaScript API where I say API, but really it's a, you, you write out the code that you want to display in the output and it generates this uh, in, you know uh, animation GIF image, um, MP4, I think a couple options in there. Uh, but basically, output what it will actually look like. Um, and it's really neat because it lets you basically show off your code and you know the output and kind of demo through what it actually looks like rather than just a screenshot. Which a lot of times, if you're doing a kind of demo, it helps to be able to see what you're actually typing and what the actual output might be. There is a, a Chrome extension called Color Blindly. Uh, that was put out. Um, the link's in the descriptions, but what it is, it's a Chrome extension that lets you kind of see the various different color blindness, um, how it's viewed on certain, you know, on pages, how various types of color blindness would be viewed, which is really good if you are uh, looking to make sure your site's compliant with as much as possible. But check it out. Uh, it seems like a pretty cool uh, extension that really help you make sure that you are doing your best to be as accessible to as many people as possible. There is a great article on evotech.xyz, and links are in the description, but it's about a uh, module that someone created called um, uh, Format Streams. And what it is is 
apparently, and I wasn't, I don't do this enough, so I didn't realize till after reading this article and then testing it, but if you want to take the stream output of like write verbose or write debug or even write information, then you can't just pipe that to like format table or format list. It just doesn't work quite right. So what you want to do is you want, uh, this person made this cool little uh, um, module that will actually take that output and format it properly and output it to the screen. Really neat. Uh, if you have that kind of need, especially if you just want to see the kind of output and what it would look like, check it out. And finally, there is um, one more uh, kind of utility that I thought was pretty cool. It's called Graph Pack. And what it is, it's kind of a minimal configuration. Uh, they might say, I want to say zero configuration, but always have some. Uh, but Graph uh, QL uh, kind of server that lets you spin this up. And those are kind of um, alternative to REST servers and just a different way to access data. And so if you have that kind of need, um, it's a pretty neat idea. Uh, and it seems like a pretty well-written implementation of it. I haven't played around with it much, but I've been looking for similar type uh, softwares. And so I'm going to check it out a bit more in depth. But kind of cool. Uh, take a look and see what you can do. So finally, I wanted to touch on a topic that's kind of been within, oh, the um, uh, news a bit within blog articles and uh, some news shows that I've watched. And it is something that I've often thought about and kind of same ascribed to the same philosophy that's been out there. And it's this concept of uh, hustle. So whether you are a... You know, it doesn't really matter what industry you are in, but let's say you're, it, it seems common in the tech industry and possibly even the social media industry to quite a bit. Uh, but the idea that if you're not spending every waking minute doing something or furthering your goal, then you aren't doing enough, that you are not hustling, that you're not uh, working as hard as you could possibly do, that, hey, you got to put in this 80, 90, 100 hours a week kind of thing to truly achieve what you want and be successful. You know, and I personally have certainly fell victim to the idea that I need to hustle as much as humanly possible to get to where I want. Now, some of that's born out of necessity, uh, and most of it is for myself, but I do still have that in the back of my head that, hey, I'm not doing enough if I am not spending 80, 90 hours a week coding or, or creating or producing or doing something to really further whatever my end goal is. Now, that end goal may be different for everybody. You know, some folks are looking for notoriety. Some folks are just trying to get into an industry. Some are just trying to make money, um, you know, feed a family. And so it, it all depends on what you're trying to do. But the idea, though, is should I always be hustling this hard? Should I always be sacrificing so much to get to this point? And to a certain degree, that does, there is a lot of hard work and there is a lot of effort and blood, sweat, and tears gone into any venture or anything that you're trying to do, but to what end and to what sacrifice? So after having listened to a number of people speak about this, and I've thought about it as well, I agree that where the mindset has gone is not probably where it should be, and certainly not a healthy way, which is, hey, we shouldn't be killing ourselves trying to do this. 
Now, that doesn't mean not work hard and spend maybe those long hours, but there's a balance there that clearly may have been lost in the, you know, in this mindset really having become more pervasive in the industry. And that might be, hey, maybe we need more time off. Maybe having those couple hours every night to just do nothing to, it's not a wasted opportunity, but it's a chance for you to kind of recharge, reset, figure out what you want to do, you know, be more productive in your time. And if that means that you have six crazy productive hours in a day, well, that's better than spending 18 hours in a day doing virtually nothing, you know, and that's where it is. If you can truly focus and get what you need done and further your goals where you want to go, then maybe you don't need to really be held to this philosophy that I have to spend every waking minute doing something to further this because downtime's important. Um, you know, hobbies are important. Time with family is important, all that kind of stuff. And if you aren't, you know, spending that time and taking that time and effort, then it could be a problem. So I, I have, you know, thinking through this, thinking long and hard about this kind of idea, it does make me think that, yeah, I've probably been doing way too much in many ways to try to hit this. Now, I think that finding a way to kind of be more effective with your time is always a challenge. And I've been struggling with that one for forever. You know, it's hard to, for me to change how I work uh, because, you know, for better or for worse, I've gotten used to it. And it generally works for me, though that I know for a fact that many times I could be far more productive depending on what I'm doing. But, you know, it is tough to change out of it. And there always is that kind of nagging in the back of my head saying, hey, you know what? You really got to do more and be more, you know. But I think taking a step back and really thinking about where am I spending that effort and is it worthwhile? Is it healthy for me? Is it healthy for others? You know, and will doing more necessarily get me where I want? Probably not. So I think kind of the end thought I had on this was that, yeah, hustle to a degree is okay. You know, it's it's that thought that I need to try, that I need to be working hard towards my goal. But maybe you have to balance that with everything else. And in life, of course, balance is good. But I think that that's becoming more and more apparent that just because you want to get to a lofty goal or a, a challenge is, you know, in front of you does not mean that you have to kill yourself getting there. And so it's better to work hard and work smart than it is to actually hustle and really hurt yourself in the process. So with that thought, I want to say, you know, be smart about what you're doing, take care of yourself, and make sure that what you're doing is where you want to end up. You know, are these types of things worthwhile? And really, in five years or whatever your goal time is, is this what you still want to be doing? So keep that in mind. But follow this podcast on Twitter at bitvbyte and Facebook at slash bitvbyte. Thank you for listening, and please join us next week.